Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. I would like you to understand how I relate the Bible to my life or the things I've read, the movies I've watched, things I've seen, videos, or how I make connections to things in the world. When I'm reading the Bible, I reflect on it. The example is um, Matthew 7, verse 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. One time I belonged to an organization, and they had a new member. And I didn't think that person seemed like a very nice person, so kind of stayed away and watched from a distance over different meetings. And it turned out that that person was really, really nice. And I had judged them by first impressions. They might have been shy or or something else, which made them seem aloof. But they were nice, and they befriended other people in the organization, and they were a real asset to the group. And it makes me think of how that was a shallow decision on my part to judge. And it helped me reflect more when I meet new people to be more open. Additionally, when I apply these things to my life, sometimes I'll think, now do I want God to judge me that way? Do I want other people to judge me that way? And so I reflect on these things and it gives me a deeper relationship to the passages I'm reading. And it feels much more personal to me. And I realize that you will apply passages you're reading to your life and the things that you know about the world or things you've read or movies or videos or TV that you've seen. These are just an example to make it easier for you to make those connections. Also, these podcasts will be coming out on Wednesday and Friday. These two Bible to self connections are called Forgiven Though I Get Self-Righteous at Times and Puff Up My Ego, and the other is called Difficult for Me to Comprehend Such a Truly Selfless Love of Others. The first of these starts, And when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him, and he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took the bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise, also the cup after the supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood which is shed for you. That's from Luke chapter 22, verses 14 through 20. These words are very significant to me each time I prepare to have communion. They remind me of how Jesus knew what was going to happen to him, and he still went through it anyway. Anyway, for me, he gave his life for me, even though I get self-righteous at times and puff up my ego. For me, even though I can get cranky with my family, especially when my blood sugar is low or I've had ice cream. For me, even though I look at the angles to see how I can keep more of the money I think I deserve rather than giving it to Uncle Sam. For me, even though I have a difficult time giving up control and trusting God to take care of me. For me, 
even though I have some hateful, jealous thoughts in my mind at times. I could go on, but you get the picture. I'm a very simple human being, and Jesus gave his life for me, and he gave it for you too. Here's a related passage. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink henceforth of that fruit of the vine until that day when I, drunk, I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. That's from Matthew 26, verses 26 through 29. I realize they both sound similar. The other one was from Luke. This one's from Matthew. And one of the reasons I put additional related passages is because that it is good for you to hear other of the gospel writers or writers of the Bible that have seen the same things, heard the same things that Jesus did. They saw what he did, miracles and different things, and they report it. And so you hear that somebody didn't just make it up. There are different eyewitnesses and, and people that have, in writing the New Testament, people talked, some of the gospel writers talked to witnesses that were there at times and recorded all that information it helps you know by the similarities that these things really did happen and there really were witnesses it's just not some made-up thing and i told you the second of the two is bible to self connections called difficult for me to comprehend such a truly selfless love of others the passage but behold the hand of him that betrayeth me is on the table, and truly the Son of Man goeth, as it was determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. That's from Luke chapter 22, verses 21 through 22. I remember times in high school when I thought people were talking about me when they looked in my general direction. They might not have been doing anything at all. I was just very self-conscious, as are many teenagers at that age. I had a difficult time associating with those people that I thought were disloyal to me, whether it was real or just perceived. Amazes me how Jesus didn't just think someone was going to betray him. He knew it. He didn't avoid the whole situation as I would have. He continued to associate with the person that was going to betray him. What love he had to have for us to bear these interactions, even when he knew the very people he loved were going to be disloyal to him. It's difficult for me to comprehend such truly selfless love for others. I'm very fortunate Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and he gave his life for you too. So always turn to Christ, and he's there to forgive all the sins that we have had in the past and may have in the future if we ask him to. Thank you. I want you to know, that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me in my daily walk with Christ. Thank mm-hmm. you.
Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.